G'day. There he is. What's going on? How are you, mate? I'm all right, man. What's happening? Just working on my mo. It's looking pretty fantastic, mate. I reckon Pretty too. fantastic. you got to be happy with that, eh? I am happy with it. We did a little Movember catch-up the Sabo, and I reckon I'm up there with the best mate, I think it's, it's good, mate. Really, really good. you got to be pretty happy with that. Thanks, mate. I like the shirt. Thanks, man. What? Like the Beastie Boys? I do like a bit of Beastie Boys. Is that what? Is I, that like. an, uh, I should know. The, is that an album cover? I should know the answer. That, to that is question. the album cover. That's the that's the Check Your Head Check Your Head. Cover. Yeah. I should have known that. Oh, shit. There's paint on it. It's got paint on it. Oh, it's got lexicon on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can see the off-white oh, dots. Fuck, it's a story. <laughs> I just threw this on when I got home from work this afternoon, and there you go. It's got fucking lexicon half on it. Nice. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, you got a beer there, mate? Yeah, I do. Look what I've got. I've got this um, Revel... Uh, Nemesis Cold IPA. Ooh. Wait, can you see, can you sh- put that yeah. a bit closer to the? Yeah, what do you want to just go? Yeah, up, that one up there. A bit. What's what am, down the bottom there? What's that logo you got there? Which one? Just the the one on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. This this one, the one uh, at the top here. No, I can see that one. That one, I can't see that one. What's that one? This one here. That's yeah. the uh, Rockstar Brewer Academy logo Ooh, there. Wow, that's cool. So this is the beer that Maddie and I brewed a few weeks ago. I have not tried this beer. I picked up, I, I, I was uh, down the Goldie yesterday and I picked up, um, picked this up on the way back, went through River River Makers and picked this up and um, let's see what happens. Oh, it smells great. I like the can. That's fun. The logo is great. On I have fucking clean glass. Please be a clean glass. <gasps> oh, shit. I got the screenshot ready. I try. I tried to pick it. Okay, if I spin the glass this way, oh no! Oh. It looks clean. Oh my god! I'm so terrible with glassware. Anyway, let's try this beer. Oh yeah. Hmm. That's pretty good. That's enough. Um, that's enough to make you fail. No hop November, mate. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. But <laughs> is that the end of the? Week? Is it? Is it? What are we working with there? Is it? It's on IPA. Um, ah, oh, cold IPA. So when we decided to do, when Maddie and I decided to do this beer, um, we we we've got a bit of a history of doing um, real fat IPAs that sort of come and go. So our first one, we did the Brute IPA uh, and then we did the uh, TDH Hazy IPA. Yeah. So um, so that was basically... A lot um, of dry hop in that one. Uh, no, 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 no. What do you think TDH means? Oh, DDH? TDH? No, TDH, yeah. Oh, I think said DDH. No, yeah, TDH. What do you think that means? TDH? Yeah. Triple dry hop. No. Nah. <laughs> All the fucking dry hop. No, no, no. Oh. It's twice dry hopped. Well, how's that different to DDH? Well, this is the thing, right? So, okay. So, DDH beers, what does that mean? What double does the acronym hop. mean? Double dry hopped. Okay. So, does it mean, so if it's double dry hopped, uh, is it dry hopped twice the amount? 
or on no, two occasions? Two occasions. Right. So it's double high drop, dry hop because it's dry hopped on two occasions, right? Well, this that beer was a TDH. It was twice dry hopped. So it was also dry hopped on two occasions. So it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. This is exhausting. It's fucking innovative. <laughs> Innovator. Right. Innovators, Maddie and I. All right. well, anyway, gonna... so cold cold IPA, right? So so um, we we we'd spoken a bit about the style, and obviously Maddie, um, you know, pretty much taught me how to make lager and that sort of thing, and. Um, so we thought we'd try this cold IPA and he, he said, isn't it an IPL? And I said, no, nah, no, nah, it's a cold IPA. So um, there was a Master Brewers uh, Association of America's webinar about it. And I got up at 3.30 in the morning and watched it live with the two guys who uh, invented the style. And they got asked that question, is it, is it, just, a, is it just an IPL? So what's unique about this beer, it's a very, very pale beer, um, is... Um, it's hopped like a West Coast IPA. It's dry hopped like a West Coast IPA as well. Um, um, but it's fermented with lager yeast, but the lager yeast has no temperature control on it, right? Okay. So basically, yeah, we just pitch the yeast at 12 degrees and just let it rip. Just goes where it goes. Right. Um, so this one came in at... Um, Seven percent. That's seven percent. Yeah, seven percent. So sixteen Play-Doh is where they usually start. Um, and what did we put in this? So this is a few Aussie hops. I think it's got Galaxy. It's got um, uh, some. Oh fuck! I can't even remember <laughs> the three. Oh, uh, Eclipse. Uh, Eclipse is in it. Yes, there's definitely Eclipse in it. Um, and the, the malt base is basically just pale malt, Pilsner malt, and um, corn. No Wyman? Mm -mm. Just local local domestic um, Pilsner malt. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, it's time for my beer. I want to, what do you got? I want to send a message to our supporters about No Hop Vember. Well, to my supporters yeah. and my fans my comrades, the people who've supported me, the people who've backed the project. I would give myself on this whole project, it's what's the 24th of November, I would give myself a B plus. Okay, I'm not, I'm not asking for other people's reviews, but I would give myself a B plus. It's been tough, okay? Um, mm -hmm. But my message right now is fuck no hop member. <laughs> what? Okay. Mate, we're, we're 20, Fuck 20, no 20, hot member. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, all right. So what do you got there? All right. I got Troposphere. You didn't last fucking three days anyway. So. I didn't. Troposphere. <laughs> oh, I, I love that beer. Strata and Galaxy Hopped IPA because fuck no hot member. And my glass is dirty because... Yep. Show I us. Learned, I learned from you. I'm about to find out. Show us. Show us how dirty that glass is. Let's have a look. i got a brand new computer. I really don't want to spill this. Oh, this, it's pretty dirty. Is what? it? A lot of unnecessary bubbles there. Shit. Yeah, you're fine. That's fine. That's perfect pour, mate. Perfect pour. Not bad, huh? Little home guard logo on there while we're doing the logo thing. That glass is only reasonably dirty. I mean, I just chuck it in the dishwasher. I guess look at that. That's it's, what I do. It's not too bad, is it? Yeah. It's all right. 
There's a, there's a few little bubbles clinging to the side of the glass. Oh, there, hops. But... Mm. Oh, it's not. You know what? Um, I'm yet to have a shit beer with Strata in it. Yeah, Strata is, Strata is, is such a, a good hop. It's just yeah. my hop de jour at the moment. I've done a beer. One of my favourite styles of beer is New Zealand Pilsner. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those? We've got one of those at the moment, yeah. Oh, have you? Yeah. I just did one with the with the Froth Rockies and um, it's amazing. Still fermenting away, but it's just phenomenal. It's I just I, I am so happy with this beer. It's just got basically a shit ton of Nelson Sorvin yeah. and a little bit of Strata. Nice. Mm. See, I thought my no hop vember mission, which I gave myself a B plus for. Look at that, that glass is pretty good. Look at that. There's, there's not a bubble yeah. on that. It's actually quite good. Um, would rekindle my love of lagers and pilsners and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Fuck lagers. No, lagers are good, but you've got to mix I it up. Do it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I had a couple. I didn't like them. So, so what do you do? We just haven't found the lager that you like yet, mate. All right. Anyway, it's good to be back. The hops are tasting good. That's good. Do you think you've recovered from your lupulin threshold shift? Um, to be honest with you, I, I cheated a little bit. What, on no hop for November? We know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took you like two, the 2nd of November. You were it would, yeah. getting done. <laughs> but in my defense, the 2nd of November is Black Hops' original birthday. So that date... Yeah, you need to yeah. have hops on that date. 6th of November was Brisbane birthday. Then we had the Zipico launch of ZZ Hops. I can't not drink a beer called ZZ Hops. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of shit that got in the way. All these I, beers I did, that come out, it's like your home guard thing came out this week, didn't it? Yeah, and this was in it. The troposphere was in it, and I haven't had this yet. And I haven't had Afterburner, which is also the red IPA, which has obviously got a fair few hops in it. So um, I've done, I, I've done I, okay. I had, I'd heard that... In your um, um, in your home guard pack, that whoever subscribes to it, what it, what they they get like a few of your seasonal beers that are coming out at that particular time, but they also get what's super fresh off that happens to be on the line that week that you pack it. Yes, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I thought that'd be a good idea because we kind of when we when we started it was kind of like let's focus on fresh beer, but then as you get bigger and bigger and bigger and like all your beers going into Dan Murphy's, it's kind of like. You can't go on and on about how fresh it is when yep. you can't no make control it a month over it. before and you lose control over the freshness. So for sure, yeah. So they get a four pack of this is turning into a bloody whole sales pitches episode, Hendo. Oh, I'm just curious about it. That's all. Yeah, I thought just fresh. fresh if I should subscribe, whatever's latest off the line, uh, two four packs of so whatever's latest core range off the line, um, two four packs of the monthly or the bi monthly limited, and then a mixed four pack of beers made just for home guard. Or for the tap rooms, if there's enough spillover, like this is in the tap rooms at the moment today, but there's not much left. There's only like eight cartons left or something because it all went to home guard. And that's this should be fresh as shit. I think it was, yes, yeah, November. So, yeah. So it's only three weeks old. Great beer. Yeah. Such a good beer. Yes. So uh, I've got a bit, bit of a structure for today's episode because we've got had a bit of activity. Um, What's been going episode. on? Well, did you want to say anything about the last episode with Revel? I thought that was bloody awesome. I'm a bit biased. Oh, I think that Flex and Maddie just great people, hey? Yeah. They're that just was very cool. Such a good story um, behind the brand, 
um, great beers, you know, growing, growing business, growing brewery here in Southeast Queensland. I think, I think they've got a great future ahead of them. Agreed. I think it's awesome what they're doing and it's good. They're, Mm. they're, they were really fun on the show. I thought giving me shit about wearing the red flannel, that, Mm. that hurt. And I've been thinking about that a lot. I thought that was unnecessary. You lost a bit of sleep over that, have you, mate? A little bit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I've spent, I've spent, I've I've spent a lot more week this week on the brew deck because of that stabbing remark. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Working, working through the pain on the brew deck with your wet flannel on, trying to make it count. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you've got a lexicon update. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was over at the the apartment today. Um, the stone bench tops went in today. Let me see if I can show you a photo on my phone. So this this apartment is, once you're finished, you're moving in, right? That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is what? What? A month away? Um, this month's a big month. It's going to be huge. So um, like there's heaps happening. Oh, here, look at this. Right. So that that's the stone bench top. Oh, nice. That's the stone bench tops on there right now. Very nice. Bit and of Caesar stone a, activity going on there. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. that white sort of. Yeah, um, yeah. I know it. Concrete sort of looking stuff. Yep. There's the uh, there's the uh, induction Ooh, stove there. I like that. What's going and on behind the there? Some tiles. Yeah. So this the t- so basically the way that it works is the stone bench top went in today. It needs a few days for it to actually settle and level. And also the sink is one of those under glued sinks. Oh so yeah, like let that. the glue dry. Yeah. And then um, so on Saturday um, the tiler is coming in. And he's doing the tiles on the splashbacks. So it's going to be those white uh, subway tiles with grey. Don't, don't say white like it's just white. What, what sort of white is it? It's not lexicon. I don't think you get tiles in lexicon half or quarter mm. or anything. So it's, no, just white. it's just it's just a gloss straight up white, but the but grey grout. So you'll see like the, the lines between the tiles and that sort of thing. Okay, so it's just and, why you didn't even have a choice of the color of the tile. No, because the thing is, is that the floor, the floorboards are the thing that's going to make the color like really um, pop, basically. Yeah. So if you sort of let me see if I can find the bloody um, yeah, I don't know. You can see that there. There's that. There's oh, I just yeah. took some of the floorboards out of the packet there. Oh, just let, just lent them and I just laid them out there yeah, just nice. for a bit of a practice run. That looks awesome. And so that's so that's kind of how it looks. Shit in the fucking thing there, but um, that's going to be amazing when it's done. So yeah, this week is tiles. The this Saturday, myself and um, Adzi and Duncan. I actually have. Do you, would you believe I have two friends called Adam Shell? S-C-H-E-L-L. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I wondered. Yeah. So the Adam from the Homebrew Club, is that the same Adam we've been talking about the whole time? No. No? Different? No. That's Adzi from Helios. Yes. So we're talking about a different one. Yeah, different Adam Shell. So oh, okay. he used to be um, a sales rep for Dan Rickard over at Calibre. Ah. And um, he, you'll actually catch him. Uh, on the ads, odd Saturday, working up at Spiro's up in Paddington at the bottle shop there. Oh yeah, and um, um, I, I love them both equally. Both Adam Shells. They actually have their own Facebook group called the Adam Shell Group or something. And um, uh, they're actually related, I think. Um, 
through their grandfather or great grandfather. Anyway, uh, Adzi will bloody post on the Facebook group and clarify for us. But yeah. um, so yeah, there, there, there's. I have two friends called Adam Shell, both here in Brisbane. That's interesting. So, the, oh. so one of them gives you free beer, and the other one helps you renovate your apartment. They both give me free beer. Where did you meet these people? I've got people, friends with beer. That's why you're called the boss, Hendo. Yeah, that's it. All right, so, um, so lexicon. So anyway, so I painted, I also, oh, I also painted the, uh, that's where I took, post that photo on the Facebook group, um, which if you're listening and you haven't joined the Facebook group, you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer. Um, and, and I posted that photo last We last should Saturday. say the Facebook group is significantly better than the podcast. Oh, so much shit posting. If <laughs> the shit posting's gone up this week, yeah. hey. <laughs> even I mean, if you somehow come across this, just don't listen to the podcast anymore and just join the Facebook shit posts. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, uh, so I painted the lounge room um, living area uh, on Saturday. Just smashed out a quick couple of coats there, and that's actually the first full room outside of the kitchen. So it's the first deep, biggest it's the biggest room in the apartment that I've painted. Super stoked. So you're cutting in there and rolling and all of that yep. action? Cutting and cutting in and rolling and that's what I mean. I've got all the brushes. Yeah. I've got the sash cutter, the wide cutter. Um, I've got um, a special paint for gloss enamel, which is shit. So I threw it out because it's shit at gloss enamel. Um, you gotta you gotta spend good money on paint brushes, yeah. definitely. Um, and so yeah, it's looking it's looking really, really good. So this Saturday, the old bathroom is coming out, which I'm shitting myself over because I have to get a jackhammer out. And I wrote a letter to my neighbours downstairs, said, Soz, not going to lie, it's going to get really noisy on Saturday the 27th or whatever it is. Won't take long, though, will it, to get through a few tiles? Uh, it's not tiles. It's all the bedding underneath the tiles oh, as well. Shit. The whole thing's coming out. Yeah, wow. Bath's coming out, everything. Everything's okay. coming out. Um. And um, so that's happening in the same day as the tiles are going in on the splashback. And then on the 1st of December, the tiler comes back. And then the following Thursday, which I think is the... Look at this project management happening. Yeah, second, the electrician comes in. You're going to all there or something. Uh, no, it's all in my head. Okay. <laughs> and a Evernote. That's it. Um, and so next Thursday, the electrician's coming in to put in all the new light fittings and uh, PowerPoints and lots of things like that, light switches, all that sort of thing, hook up the dishwasher, um, you know, all, all the ovens, the ovens. The indu induction the stove. The induction stove, all that sort of stuff. So he's doing that. Um, so that's going to be that sort of all ticked off. Um, and then the rest of the paint will have to get done. And then my brother is going to be up uh, week following weekend, which is going to be the fourth, the fourth and fifth of December. So we're either going to paint or we're going to put the floorboards down. Hopefully, I'll have the painting done by then. So yeah, that'd be good. Floorboards, so floorboards will change the game. Yeah, so the so the floorboards have to go in before the twentieth, because on the twentieth, the check measure for the built-in wardrobes is happening. So there's all this stuff that's all on the critical path, you know. Right. So. That's why I wondered um, if you had a Gantt chart because it feels like the sort of thing you'd have a Gantt no, chart. Like I said, it's in my head. Okay. My head is the Gantt chart. All right, that's fair. Right. And um, uh, I think once that's done, once the floorboards are in, I, I think I should be right to move in. So you reckon so by Christmas? Actually, 
I, I don't see it being a problem being in before Christmas, but I'm not going to pull the pin on this place until um, I feel comfortable with it. My lease only goes here until the end of January, so I'm not really fussed anyway. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so that's that's it's, uh, it's pretty close. So, uh, yeah, so I think I should be moving around Christmas time, I think. Very good. All right. Well, I mean, I know the people who listen to this, the 12 who listen to this, are very keen for renovation updates, so they would have appreciated that. And do you know what I was going to do the other day when I was painting? Instead of posting the photo, I was just going to set up my phone and just live stream into the group. <laughs> yeah, just me painting. <laughs> Definitely should do that. Hey, I'm painting lexicon, lexicon <laughs> half. Ask me anything. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Please do that. You got some more lexicon to go around? I've got another 10 litres. I'm probably going to need a bit more, to be fair. Right. So I think you should um, do that. All right, I might live stream into the bloody Facebook group and yeah. I'll take the iPad in so I can read comments and people can just shit post comments whilst I'm painting. Keep your company. I don't care. That's great. And that's, that's the only why... thing is, though, is I can't, I won't be able to play. Like normally I have some music playing. So either it's usually some uh, progressive house or tool or something like that. So it's a very eclectic taste in music. Mm. Um, and, um, but I can't, you can't play music on live stream because you get banned. So I just, just, you do, you can maybe have your own music in your AirPods or something listening to that. And then people could just, oh, yeah. Just if people just post comments, I can read them and then just answer and paint and talk and shit. Okay. So. All right. And that's why the Facebook group is better than actually listening to this podcast because that's Absolutely. the kind of quality content you can expect. Yeah. <laughs> right. In, t- in today's episode, I thought it would be good. Actually, this is not my idea at all. So I, sh- I should not claim this idea. But all right. Are you familiar with the Kevin Kelly, a thousand true fans concept? Uh, a little bit, yes. Okay. So it's basically you, you kind of get your own thing going. You get, you only need a thousand people to like what you're doing and you can turn yes. that into something significant, you know, like a business or whatever. Yeah. How far um, into that are we? Well, we're not very far into it, but the, the, oh. the concept is, is what I'm getting at. So right. I, so what we're going to do for us is the 12 true fans. <laughs> that's a great so, idea. So that's, that's the, that's the boss and the brewer equivalent of Kevin Kelly's concept. So that's our, that's our idea. Um, true, true fans or multiples of 12. I'll accept multiples of 12. Oh, okay. Well, we're still pretty closer to 12 than 24, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I'm well, going what to about when we you... get to what about when we get to one score? Because you know what a score one score is, you know how much one score is? I do not. That's a dozen, dozens, 144. Okay, well. That'd be nice, but we need we need more to turn this into something real. But yeah, that's fine. But as long as it's in multiples of twelve, okay, think it's fuck. Maybe we should count, like, put a progress thing in the group of like the subscribers in multiples. The problem is I don't have very good stats. But anyway, anyway, the point of this episode is I'll, we're going to go through our stats, mm-hmm. and you don't know any of these because I don't you, I don't think you've ever asked me unless mm-hmm. you've seen them. Um, I just asked twelve. Well, the answer to every single question is twelve. I'm going to quiz you on all of these things. Oh, shit. And really? Yes. And you're going to have a little guess, and I'm going to tell you how far off you are. Okay. Now, the reason this came about is, well, first, <laughs> first of all, the 12 fan thing came about because we had 12 subscribers to our email list, right? Right. 
I got an email today. The only email I got on the boss, boss and the brewer at gmail.com if anyone wants to send us an email because I just get spam and this one email that was a legitimate email, it was a re- reply to someone who subscribed to the email list. Mm-hmm. So when you subscribe on bossandthebrewer.com, you get an email back to you from MailChimp that says, please confirm your subscription. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to, we, we want to double you don't up. Wanna, you don't, yeah, yeah, you got to opt in. Yeah, exactly. So the only email I got today, and by the way, when I say today, I only check this email once a week. So since the last episode, okay, it was from Sonia and it says, Sonia Leslie, her name is, mm-hmm. uh, says, wrong person, please remove my address. Ah, oh, well, easy come, easy go, isn't it? And I didn't remove the address. You didn't? No, she opted in. I double opted is in it- for her. So she'll get her, she'll get her emails. Oh dear. Okay. All right. With that in mind, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by, uh, we don't have sponsors because we only have 12 fans, but Paul Simpson posted in our Facebook group and he says, so next week is episode 10. It's not actually because it's episode 11, but yeah. wait, no, fuck it is episode 10. Okay. Just mm. editor will edit that out. Are we going to do something special for episode 12? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Let's think of it. Let's put it put it in the group. It's got to be something involving. <laughs> yeah, let's say, should we do something special for episode? We could 12? live stream it while you're painting. Uh, that's you... not a bad idea. On a Wednesday night, I'll have a couple of beers and paint. Yeah. Shit, I'll come up for that. Yeah. That'd be great. All right, All right. So next week is episode ten. Uh, Simpo says, "I know you laugh at the twelve listeners, but can we have a deep dive into the stats?" I'm keen to see the growth of listeners' downloads across each platform: Apple, YouTube. I like that he says growth. That's a nice, mm. nice example. Mm-hmm. Um, would be great to see the week-on-week growth and engagement from one to ten. Yeah. Uh, being part of the audience, I felt the growth each week, and I feel there is a positive message here for anyone wanting to start a podcast that may be procrastinating. I like that. Mm. That's true. Well, that was me. That's why we're doing this podcast is because you you've been pestering me for years saying you should right. start a podcast, and the only way I started a podcast was you started the podcast, and we do the podcast. Okay. Well, that's well. This is a good positive message, then. So that's great. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yes. So Simba says, just start. People will listen, even if it is all twelve of them. Nice work, gents. That's nice. That is good. Now, the stats. I'm gonna and and I do have news and fan questions as well, depending on mm-hmm. how long this thing goes for. But right. let's get to these stats. So I'm gonna quiz you, Hendo, and you're gonna answer these questions so first up okay how many and by the way when i set up the podcast i didn't set it up so we could count the downloads ourselves i just figured like people don't do that anymore so yeah apple give you stats spotify give you stats and the other platforms do but i don't know if anyone's using anything else so there's um, no aggregator as far as i'm aware there isn't there probably is i didn't do that much research on it but yeah yeah so these stats for the podcast are just apple and spotify okay Okay, so the first question is total podcast downloads. Okay, so I could probably run a few numbers here. We've got 12 um, subscribers. Correct. We've done nine episodes so far because we're recording this one. Um, so 12 times nine, oh, that's about like 90, 96, I think that is. Um, going to stab and take a stab in the dark to say we've got a few more than 12 probably some sort of multiple of 12, let's say one score of subscribers. 
144. Yeah, nine episodes. Uh, let's say 960 downloads. Oh, okay. The correct answer is 2,289. Well, it's pretty good. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's total, but that's pretty. Yeah, good. That's good. Hmm. All right. Per episode average downloads, and I kind of, to be honest, I didn't average anything. I just looked at it across the board, and I kind of thought, yeah, that's about that. Um, I'd probably say maybe around a hundred. 250. Really? Yeah. That's that's impressive. That's pretty good. I, I think the thing with podcasts that I've noticed anytime I've done a podcast is the stats, like they seem low, but like the impact is high with podcasts. Like mm. like when like in the indies, I bet you when we go, are you going on Thursday night? Okay. I that's guarantee you people will mention this podcast when you see them. At the end, is multiple people will mention. Let's high five people. We'll we'll take a photo and we'll shit post it on the group. And we'll shit post it. Yeah, but that's that's the thing I mean. Like, it might only be ten people watching it, but it's you know it's the right people. Yeah, that's that's cool. What what you got? It's everyone again. Yeah, yeah, I've got another beer there. That uh, cold IPA didn't touch the sides there. You smashed that. Oh, so what I've got here? I'm feeling it too. It's fucking great. I've got the Revel Pavlova Sour. Well, there's a lot going on with that label, isn't there? There's heaps going on. There's like a bunch of lips with a straw going into a Pavlova. Interesting. You're getting the Pavlova aromas off that? Yes, passion fruit. Bit of passion fruit, bit of coconut, sponge cake, that Peach. kind of thing. Peach. Not much like, it's more meringue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you put meringue in a fucking beer. Just but, shove it uh, in there. Dry hop, I'd suggest. Whipped cream. There's a little bit of whipped cream going on. Is it on. a nitro? Uh, no, no, I don't no. think so. No, no, it doesn't. Definitely not pouring like a nitro. No. Nice beer. I don't normally drink a lot of sours, eh? Yeah, neither, to be honest. Mm. We just bottled our first, well, yeah, our first AWOL bottled beer went into bottles yesterday and we bottled another one today so we're sending them all we borrowed the bottle machine from Corumban Valley so shout out to those bloody legends yeah they are because we don't have a bottling machine because we don't mm. put beer in the bottles and when we did have one we gave it to Corumban Valley no we gave it to Kombucha guys mm. and now we're borrowing theirs so sharing the love well what the world goes around mate swings and roundabouts yep alright now most popular episode and oh, how many downloads well, that'd be the Mazin episode, definitely. Correct. Um, and uh, I'd probably say uh, 600? 400. 400. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good, though. It was early on. It was our third episode. We can't turn this into the Mazin show, though. I know that. Like, love Mazin, but it's he's just a, he's a, it was a, like a once only, maybe a once no, a year thing. Not once only. Come on. Once a year? Once a quarter? Once a quarter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Once a quarter. Um, yeah. but I think like people I think people like the guests. So absolutely, yes. Yeah. I like so how more, we mix it up a bit. Yeah, mix it up. But if we are going to get more guests, we'll get more people like Mazin who want to fucking stir shit up. Absolutely. Let's find let's find a guest tomorrow night when we're when we're mingling at the uh, yes. at the Indies. Love that idea. Love that. We should, whoever does really well with the Indies, we'll interview Get them on. next week. That's going to be range. Yeah, okay. We'll interview range. Yeah, right here. Awesome. I don't really know those boys that well. I kind of know them from the festivals and that, but, you know. Oh, they're lovely. 
Yeah, they seem very nice. And mm. I, I mean, I've met them a little bit, but I'm not like best mates with them. So that would mm. be good. Right. Uh, now, the, the original tw- <laughs> this this is not the most impressive stat, but uh, not including Sonia, how many MailChimp subscribers do we have? I think that number is going to be low because we're not really communicating on email. Right. We haven't sent a single email. <clears throat> I'd actually say that's probably going to be 12. Oh, wow. Okay. It's 23. Oh, it's nearly double 12. Two lots of 12. It's almost, yes. Okay. So if you haven't subscribed to the mail list, please if it, be if it the wasn't second for Sonia, we have to we keep, would be in multiple of 12. We have to keep it in multiples of 12. Well, that's Sonia's fault. At the very least. How the fuck do you sign up to something and you go, wrong person, please remove me? I think people, well, that's the whole point of double opt-in because people chuck the wrong email addresses in and, you know, spammers go through forms and fill them in. And in Sonia's defense, she's done the right thing and replied and said, no, I don't want to be on this list. But she didn't realize that if she doesn't reply, she's not on the list anyway. Mm, fair enough. But that's okay. Yeah. So one more subscriber. Sorry, I interrupted you. How do you subscribe to the mailing list? And get, we'll get them. Oh, you go to bossandthebrewer.com and you fill out the um, thing that just says subscribe. And what are you going to get if you subscribe? Nothing. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. You might know this if you've checked out our YouTube or you might be close. Uh, number of YouTube subscribers. Oh, actually, I think that's probably going to be a, a multiple of 12 uh, as well. Look, uh, YouTube's a funny one. Um, I reckon we're probably in the mid-20s, I think. 45. Get out. Yeah. Because remember early on you shared it with your YouTube. I, I don't really do YouTube. but With my YouTube channel, yes. 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 And I think we've got a bunch of subscribers via that. Um, Once you get to 100 subscribers, it starts to accelerate. So if you haven't subscribed on um, YouTube, uh, just uh, I don't have you have you claimed your uh, domain thing for YouTube channel? Yeah. You need 100 subscribers to do that. Actually, I, guess I haven't then. So we need 100 subscribers on YouTube. So go to YouTube, search Boston the Brewer. Send it. Subscribe. Yes, and it's up on up on bostonthebrewer.com as well. You can click on it. But um, I. Some people just listen to the YouTube instead of um, like in the car, instead of just downloading the podcast, they just have it on their YouTube subscriptions and still listen to it in the car. But it's a video, right? No, not necessarily. So you want to know something weird? Um, sure. I pay for YouTube premium. Now that I can get around. YouTube oh. red, is it still called that or no? No, it's still called YouTube premium now. Yeah, YouTube red, because... that sounds like a porn site. It does. Um, and so, um, you know how they pester you all the time to subscribe, to, you know, to, to, to subscribe and they put lots of ads. On. I watch I a lot it. of YouTube. And, I, and, and the benefit is that you don't have to have YouTube open and play it, right? Well, no, the benefit is you don't get any more ads. No, yeah, and the ads. Right. Yeah. Um, and secondly, it includes YouTube music, right? So I, st- I had a Spotify um, subscription and I was paying $12.99 or whatever a month for that. And it's only $15.99, I think it is, for YouTube Premium. And um, and so basically I went, oh, take my, there's there's apps out there that will take all your playlists and stuff and go take it from Spotify and oh. bring it into YouTube Music. That's cool. And all of a sudden the same music's on there and all of a sudden you've got music and you've got YouTube without ads for $4 a month extra um, and it's great. But you've also got the audio thing, right, where you don't have to have the app open. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but the thing is, is that when you have YouTube Music, um, it'll play videos if you want to play videos, but it'll go to audio if you would just want to play the album, for instance. You know. So interesting. Um, so yeah. So put some Spotify people. Spotify and YouTube might be... are really up against each other right now. Yeah, because Spotify pretty... does that with with video and music. Like you, you watch Joe Rogan on Spotify, you can watch the video, and then you can get in the car and drive and just play the audio. Yeah, no, yeah, it sounds like the same thing. Um, but doesn't like YouTube Music doesn't do podcasts built in, but there's the Google Podcast app. So, but our podcast is on YouTube, and so is lots of other podcasts. It's on right? yeah, it's on Google Podcasts as well. Yes, I've got the Google Podcast app. But so. yeah, the other thing I was listening to uh, uh, this week in startups, which is a podcast, it's probably the podcast I've listened to for the longest, and still listen to like however long it's been going for at least ten years, um, and. What, what he's doing now is a live stream on YouTube, collab with another YouTuber or even an interview with someone, and then he can answer questions live. Basically what we tried to do in the first episode that just didn't really work with Instagram. Um, but then when you publish on YouTube, and then I guess you can take the audio file and publish it as your podcast. Yeah. So you're kind yeah. of killing two birds. So you're doing the live thing, you're doing the YouTube video thing and the audio at the same time. Yeah, we can do this. We can do that in Zoom, mate. It does that. Well, oh, well, was that the bridging thing you had going on there? Yeah, yeah you can about? bridge it, and then you can bridge, we can bridge it over into the uh, Facebook group at the same time as well, if you like. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of content for our poor twelve Facebook group members. On that topic, that's my to... next question. Oh wait, oh. no, sorry. The next one is uh, views on YouTube per episode average. How many YouTube subscribers do we have again? Forty-five. I would say that we might have more viewers per video episode. Yeah, you'd hope so. Than we you? actually have done subscribers because people would stumble on it and start listening. In so. fact, on my YouTube that? channel, on my YouTube channel, about eighty percent of the people who watch my videos aren't subscribed. Right, but yours has been going. You've been putting work into that for a long time. Yeah, sporadically. Yeah, but you're coming up in the searches and you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm trying to help out here. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to go too high. I'd probably say I I would probably say it's in parity with the number of subscribers. 30. So 49. 30. Oh. Average. That's sad. It's a bit sad. I don't know. So not every subscriber who... watches every episode. <laughs> well, your Name and shame YouTube. Your idea of the the red tube YouTube porn concept, I think, I don't think anyone else has got that service. I've never met anyone who pays for YouTube. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm a weirdo, but it works for me. No, no, I'm not saying you're weird. I'm just saying like out of the 45 people who are subscribed, Mm. I'm guessing, well, I don't know what goes through their head, but I'm guessing they're not on the premium version. I actually met one. I met... um, Paul Metcalf, who I, I didn't mm-hmm. meet him. I know him. Mm-hmm. I saw him at the Brisbane birthday and he said he watches our podcast on YouTube. And I actually, when people say that to me, I kind of feel bad for them because like not only are they listening to us, they're literally looking at this. Like, what, what, yeah. What else are they doing? They can see the lexicon half. I can paint on my T-shirt. But what else can they see? It's all the same. It's the whole time. All they can see is my moustache and your lexicon. You should buy like a bloody uh, green screen background and do a background. But it would still be the same. What do you mean? Well, for the entire episode. Like, like, are they sitting there staring at the screen? But you can make a video background, virtual background now. I don't know. 
I just don't know if I support watching this on YouTube. But anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm grateful that people do do it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, cheers. Yeah, yeah, cheers. I'll get to that because I do. I, I did discover something while searching for these statistics, uh, and that'll I'll come to that soon. Really? Next one is YouTube views, which is total for the channel. Total, yeah. Couple of thousand. Oh Jesus, Ando! Fuck. 30, 30 per episode, and it's oh, been a slow nine episodes. Build. Oh, yeah, a couple of probably. I'll give you a gimme. I'll give you. I'll give you. A, what's a, what's the word when you get another chance? Mulligan. 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 Yeah, Mulligan. Yeah. Three hundred. One hundred and ninety. That makes no sense. That means some of our videos are doing better than others. Well, it does, but also we we haven't promoted the YouTube at all. Mm. And like for the first five or six, no one was watching it. I was just uploading it because whatever, mm. I may as well. You know what you need um, to do? You need to look at the stats. YouTube stats are fascinating. No, I did. I did. That's it. Where you, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can go into individual videos yeah. and you can actually see where people drop off. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I think people drop off as soon as you start talking about lexicon. No, they don't. They, okay. our, true, our true fans... <laughs> Love lexicon. Our 12 true fans love lexicon. That's true. All right. I don't, okay. Well, I'm not going to do that right now, but I did delve into the analytics area. And what I found in there was that there's a okay. comment section. Right. And it, it didn't cross my mind to check the videos for comments because I just assumed no one was watching and there wouldn't be any. Mm-hmm. But much to my surprise, there was a comment. We have comments? Oh, there shit. was. Just now, one? The next question, well, that's, that's up to you to tell me. Total yeah. number of comments across our videos. One. Six. Have you answered? Have you replied? Sure didn't. But um, that's I good can... for you. You got to okay. So here's another YouTube tip from tip from the pros, right? So whenever someone comments on the video, hit the yeah. little heart button. All right. Whatever they say. Hit the heart I, button. I did that. Well, I did that yeah. when I saw it today because it's the first time I saw it. I yeah. put the thumbs up. Oh, no, I didn't do the heart. Did no, no, button. not the like. No, no, the heart button. Shit, okay, I'm redoing it right now. Oh, yeah. and it puts up our little logo when you do heart. Yeah, that's right. So hit the heart button uh, and then also rep- and reply. Can I just put K? Like, okay, K? Sure, whatever. Just engage in the conversation. And, that, and then what happens is the algorithm bumps us up so we might get more viewers. All you got to do is smash that heart button. Just wait. I'm fucking doing it right now. I'm algoing the shit out of our YouTube. Okay. Uh, I just I just hearted and liked every single comment, and I put K as a response. That's but that's that's perfect. Don't like and heart, just heart. What should I unlike? Otherwise, everyone? otherwise, 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 Google thinks she's spamming. So unlike everyone then? No, no, just just from now on, just heart. From now on, okay. All right. Well, now the, the second version of that question. So it was six total comments. Mm-hmm. How many comments if you don't include Ryan Fullerton? <laughs> Who's one of the Fox. twelve? <laughs> uh, how how many comments without Ryan Fullerton? Correct. One. Two. Two. <laughs> Oh, Should geez. I go through the comments now or, or maybe just screenshot it for the group or? Yeah, chuck them up on the group, man. Yeah, okay. 
There's some good Is there ones a funny there. one? Any funny ones? Uh, mm, oh, well, I did actually put one of the comments in the group just, just before the episode started because it was about painting, so you could see that. <laughs> but, uh, well, the fun, this is a funny one. Ryan Fullerton, yep. 11 days ago. I promise I tried to only leave one comment. And it goes and on he's left. There. He's left four of the six comments. Correct. He's our only, he's our one true fan on YouTube and he got carried away, but that's good. Okay. He's one of the 12. Okay. I replied to all of them with K. So that's good. <laughs> all right. I think I got one more left. How much money have we made from the podcast? Oh, I know the answer to this one. <laughs> I can't even ask that. Okay. What's the answer? How much, oh, how much money from the YouTube channel? How much money from podcasts? Across the board. Oh, the whole thing. That's going to be a big fat donut, my dude. Correct. That is correct. I, I wrote down here. Because I know you're not going to make any money on YouTube until you've got 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. Yeah. Big fat zero. Mm. You got that right. The other guesses were pretty close too. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Thanks, man. All right. How long have we been going for? About 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Do you want news or fan questions? Give me some news, man. All right. I, there's, there's not a lot that really excited me this week, but I know we talked about this. Well, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe we talked about the restaurant takeaway thing. So that's come up again. Um, mm -hmm. we, we sort of talked about it like it was a win for craft beer because I think the messaging at the time was um, it was looking good that the new rules that came in during COVID that allow takeaways at, bottle, at, at restaurants Mm. Um, that included craft beer would stick around for a while. And it looks like it's turned out that they will stick around, but only if you buy a bottle of wine, not if you buy a four-pack of beer. Sure. So, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, at the, t at the time when we talked about it, I thought it doesn't matter. No one's buying four-packs of beer from restaurants, but you thought it was a big deal. So, is it, <coughs> is it a hit? Oh, uh, look... It's still no beer, isn't it? Nothing's changed there, eh? No beer. No. It's still shit then. Yeah. That's all I got to say. So do you, th do you think, see, it's not good. I mean, it's, it, I mean, from their point of view, you've, you've paid a lot of money for a hotel license and then you've got a bottle shop license mm. with that. Sure. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when Uber comes out and the taxi companies get really angry because Uber just pays nothing for these licenses and does exactly the same thing. Well, that's true. But we also in Queensland have a fundamentally flawed system of bottle shops. Yeah. Is that you can't have it. There's no such thing as a bottle shop license. If you want to have weird. a bottle shop, you have to be attached to a commercial hotel license. Which is and the every same commercial... as a taxi though, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. So every commercial hotel license um, has up to three satellite bottle shops within, I think it's five kilometre radius as the crow flies yeah. um whereas if you're in victoria you can actually anyone can go and apply for a bottle shop license you can you don't need to be attached to a hotel yeah and in queensland um, the hotels association obviously they don't want to change they definitely don't want to change that status yeah, quo i don't want to change that yeah i do not want to change that status quo so do you but do you think it's do you think it would actually change that much like People aren't going to go to restaurants to get take. I mean, I suppose I suppose restaurants could just turn themselves into bottle shops. Is that the fear? Like, 
this this also existed when they did the artisanal license. They were sort of saying you could have someone else's beer on tap, and it was sort of negotiations around whether you could take it away. But like, if if you go into other states, like I've been to breweries in Melbourne that can serve, or even in our case, we've got mm. one location that can only serve our product and one that can serve wine and spirits and stuff as well. Mm. In our case, like we sell fuck all wine in, at Black Ops Brisbane. Like people are going there for beer. Yeah. So the question is, are people going to use the laws to take the piss? Um, like, like no, I don't think they're going to take the piss. I think, I think the, 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 que- the, hotels associ- Queza hotels Association just want to make sure that if you buy any takeaway alcohol, it's through one of their members. End of story. But not wine. Wine's they fine. have to be seen to be giving some sort of concession. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it's, yeah, I don't know enough about it, but is it that mm. they just know people are not going to go to a restaurant to buy wine so it doesn't matter or it's a small part of their business? Oh, I think, they, I think they think the price point of a bottle of wine yeah. from a restaurant is going to be like $40 or $50. And they're thinking, well, that's $40 or $50. That's way more expensive than the $12 bottle of wines that we sell. Yeah. Um, people are people are crazy to pay those prices. Whereas no one, you know, that they, they they would they would probably the hotels association is probably thinking, well, if they're gonna sell a six pack of beer or four pack of beer for $25, $30, that's pretty price comparable to us. And therefore, that's competition, therefore, no. Nah. Yeah. Kibosh it. See, I understand a bit of that. I sort of understand that I get I get it as well. They're just trying to protect their interests and that sort of thing. I don't really have uh, you know like uh, I, I get where they're coming from I don't agree with it but uh, but I so totally get where they're coming from yeah but I think I think it's similar to like with the like breweries up until this point it's basically been at least in Queensland it's been like this producer wholesaler thing right so mm. every brewery at least until we started that I can think of had a producer wholesale license and the only way you could do it is to have like a manufacturer shop where you make the beer and you sell the beer you make so this license, well, we, you know, here in Queensland, we could actually do with some parity around what what brewers can do and what um, winemakers can do. Because if you're a winery in Queensland, you can have, actually have up to three satellite cellar doors for eighty dollars a pop a year. Yeah, but you also that could that could be a bottle shop. That could be a wine there's bar. There's quite a few restrictions with wineries, though. I think with the cellar door license too. Like some wineries, you go to like are really reluctant to serve you a whole glass of wine. And I know with the breweries, like when we started, there was a lot of fighting with council around what is a cellar door, what is a manufacturer's shop, mm. um, because it's all it's all about tasting. <clears throat> mm. Everyone knows what wine tasting is, but it, to me, when you go to a brewery, the whole thing you have to have a, a whole beer. It's not you can't. Yes. I like the tasting paddle; that's great. But you got to sit down and have a beer to experience what a brewery is. Um, and when we started, we had a fight with council about tasters. I know when Stone and Wood in Byron Bay opened up, you know, only not that long ago, only a couple of years ago. Mm. I don't know what the truth was around that, but I know the messaging was they, they couldn't serve. I think they said at the time they couldn't serve full, they didn't want to serve full schooners because it would impact their business with other customers. But, That's right. Or, but they do now. So I, I don't know if, yes. if, if that was Young the Henry's tap room had the, had the same Young thing. Henry's, yep, same. But, they were limited to 100 mil serves. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think there's, and then with the artisanal thing, it's the same thing. It's like they want you to be an actual artisanal producer that's 
getting legitimate, genuine customers in there to try your product. Mm. But I've already noticed there's breweries opening up that are, are bars. They're bars. Sure. And, and um, I understand when they come up with these rules that they're coming up with them from the point of view of people are going to take the piss out of this. Mm. So they need to be careful of that. I get it. Um, so, yeah, I think the clearer rules would, would make sense, but across the board, breweries, bottle Just shops. some parity, I think. Be good. Yeah. Pretty simple. But, see, but, I, but it's, I don't think it's even parity. Like, wineries are just as confused as breweries are, I think, in Queensland. Mm, mm. We should get anyway. Russell Steele on. Oh, my God, that would just go for hours, that show. Oh, it would, yeah. We could, he would he would get angry. We could get him angry. We could we could do. He doesn't he doesn't get angry. We could get him. Oh, angry. He doesn't That's he doesn't have a temper, but but he goes into he, like a bit of a hard. um, uh, like a because uh, he knows like a licensing here. He knows it fucking inside out, right? Yeah. And he's not stupid. Um and um, but but he just he can just talk about the minutiae of liquor licensing law and this and that and not. It's just like for me, it's like. Whew, over my head, I'm just reckon, like, reckon our twelve listeners would like. Well, we'll see him on Thursday. We're going we'll to see him tomorrow night. Yep, yep, yep. We'll we'll ask him if he wants. We'll to ask come him. On. Oh God, do we do we do we want do we want do our twelve listeners want this? I mean, they're all brewers, as far as I can tell. Well, let's see. Let's see if you yeah. if you want to see Rusty, let us know on the Facebook group. Yep, we'd be you know wrong, if you wrong don't, answers only. If you don't, speaking of wrong answers only. I've been approving new members to the um, to the group. I wondered who was doing. Oh wow, fuck! I forgot my I forgot my other question. Wait, what was I it? I did not question? include this question. What? Well, the other question I totally forgot to put in here was. Well, you're obviously going to know the answer to this question because I, I didn't know who was doing this. But the question was, how many members are in our Facebook group? Oh, don't look at it. No, I'm not. I'm looking at this thing here. Uh, uh, Sixty something. Fifty-two when I checked. Yeah, great. Good. That's amazing. Have you approved all of those? Because I haven't had anything to do. Yeah, with I'm, I'm looking after that for you. That's my that's my okay. contribution to the nice. uh, podcast. So we're getting lots of. So I actually get to see all the funny answers to the uh, to the to the membership question. Yeah. So basically, the question is: Who are the hosts of the boss of the brewer? Wrong answers only. And I had some clack crackers, and I screenshotted this one uh, today. Um, and it said the answer is a young entrepreneur type guy and a spreadsheet brewer. Oh, who's who? Uh, well, you're the brewer. Okay, all right. Jeez, sorry. Spreadsheet brewer. I don't know. You, do you do you, mate? All right. <coughs> That's good. who. Who was that? Who was that coming from? Dave Clawton. Nice. Good on you, Dave. Welcome, we Dave. Good, well, I, we shouldn't be joking about this. We got some fucking good listeners, don't we? Of course, we got the we got the A team. We got the you cream know? of the crop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's move on from takeaways because no, whatever. Um, next up, we've got. Can I get another beer or is this? Gonna... Yeah, where you go. All right, you, you talk about lexicon for thirty seconds. I'll be back. Yeah. Mm. I've got a. Uh, oh, I've got a. Um, uh, what have we got here? Um, oh, I love these topics that are coming up. Anyway, so as you can see on my shirt here, if you're watching on YouTube, there's some splashes of Lexicon half on my shirt here. I don't know how I actually did that. And there's actually some on the Beastie Boys. Oh, some on my neck too. Just it's everywhere at the moment. I'm pretty sure if I wash my clothes, then 
there'll be fucking lexicon paint there. Welcome back, Dan. <laughs> I, just, I just heard lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking um, that the only episode I had to edit was the, the other one the other night when my kid came in and the other kid was vomiting behind yep. the scenes. I don't know if our mm-hmm. listeners know that or if I mentioned mm-hmm. that. But um, and the fly was fucking buzzing around, and I edited the shit out of that. Um, so hopefully you talking right then was enough, so I don't have to edit it because I don't even want to listen to them. That's fine. You're fine, mate. Uh, so anyway, this is my beer. I was, I was, I had a few options, but I'm gonna go with the afterburner because this is our. Oh, such a good beer. Oh, good. Such a good beer. Well, you, you guys got to try it before I did. Sneaky one coming into the system. I'm in the know. I mean, you got to know. You got to know the right people in the industry, Dan. I know. I know. I know. The, I know. The boss gets special treatment. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh man. Fuck. That's that's nice looking. That's well and truly fucked your no hop November, mate. No, uh, it's it's over. I, t- I said it at the start. Fuck no hop November. <laughs> if we're still going next year, we should do it again. We'll do it together. Yeah, you reckon you make it three days instead of two? Or? No, I reckon I'll fuck it up just as badly, but it'll be fine. Um, Grodzitski. Yep. Have you spoken to Govs yet? I have not. But some of the comments on the YouTube were about that. What's that? Grodzitski. Yeah, One was from Brian it? Fullerton. Should I read it? Yes. Out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it says, fuck yeah, love a Grodzitski. And then in capitals, do it, Dan, exclamation point. I, I've never fucking had one. <laughs> okay. So, the, well, <laughs> so wow. the first one that we should have is the one we make. All right. And what do you think let's of my book name? It in, I, let's I put, book I put it in, in for January. suggestion for it. What's that? My name suggestion for the, for the beer was what was the uh, What was the name? Needs more dry hop. That was the name. You like that? Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> All right. What about uh, a dry hopped Grodzitski? <laughs> oh, no, that's disgusting. <laughs> we, can, we can do anything. We're, we're, we're making it happen here. Smoked IPAs are just a big no-no, eh? <laughs> All right, next, next uh, news item here. Yeah, I didn't even read got? this. I uh, probably shouldn't read it out, but... Uh, no, you know what? I'll go to this one. Crafty Pint, who owns your beer? Did you see this one? Yes. Yes, I did. That's actually a really good uh, infographic. Have you clicked the link there, mate? I did. I've got it up in front of me right now. It it's an animated infographic. Yes, it is. So it basically tells you which brands are owned by Asahi slash CB, and that includes all of the non-beer brands like Vodka Cruiser and Woodstock Bourbon and Lipton Iced Tea and Pepsi. What? They own a lot of shit, don't they? Um, Kieran, which owns Lion, which therefore owns James Squire, Little Creatures, White Rapper, Kosciuszko, Stone and Wood Fixation, Two Birds, Forest for the Trees, Umundi, all that sort of thing. And Deva Group. That's a fucking episode in itself, mate. Talk about supermarket beer brands like Zitho mm. Brewing, Sail and Anchor, John Boston, Hopmosphere and Mind Harvest. Golden Pipes Brewing. What the fuck? Hopmosphere looks pretty legit as far as... Because most it of these like, supermarket brands look pretty like, nah. But that one looks pretty legit. Have you ever bought them? No. We should we should buy some of them and Actually, have them on the show. I've had this one. Is that the... um that 
pink one there, Culture House. Uh-huh. Is that um? Because when we went down to Mornington, we did a, a trip down to Mornington fuck, a couple of years ago. Now, um, we went to the Mornington Brewery like after that. That sold to Tribe, I think, and we went down and visited, and we thought, oh, it'd be cool to visit them. And all our broom was this this shit. It's a raspberry Berliner. Raspberry Vice. Pilsner or something. Yeah, but sorry, raspberry Berliner. Vice. Well, they won't be making it at Mornington anymore. They'll be made up at Tribe. Well, they don't own that brewery anymore. Hop Nation owns it now. The, the brewery, yes, is the correct. Yeah, but but Mornington Pension is owned by Tribes, so therefore it'll be made up in Goulburn. So Fresh Tracks Brewing Co. Pristine Lager. That's an interesting one. Uh, what have we got? Coles owns Steam Rail, Tinnies, and Lorry Boys. Hmm. Coca Cola Amatil, which I think now is Coca Cola Europe, who owns uh, Feral and Yenda. And they're trying to That's sell the last Feral. time so I saw a fucking Yenda as well. Last time I saw a Yenda beer. A long time. I remember when anyway. they came out Yenda Pack Ale or whatever it was. Or and whatever. Arvo. You remember Arvo? I had it at the surf club when they didn't have anything else. And I was like, eh, it's okay. And then it goes, oh, this is interesting. Then it dies into indie families. So you've got Mighty Craft, which is K Booch, Kangaroo Island Spirits, Rogan's. Oh, here we go. There's Brewers. Sauce, Jenny Road, Slipstream, Spark, Foghorn, Ballistic, and Mismatch. Then you've got Good Drinks, which is they uh, only own, Have they increased their stake in Ballistic? Wasn't it only like 15% or something? Slipstream. No, they own all of Slipstream, I think, but mm. don't, don't they only own like 15, 20% 10, of Ballistic? 10, I think it is. Well, don't, don't include that if, if you're saying if they own the whole thing, if it's a 10% uh, investment. Yeah. I got a few problems with this thing, Hendo. I'll be honest. What do you mean? Well, okay, you, you continue and then I'll. Then I'll so you then you got uh, Good Drinks, which is Gay Droids. So you've got Gay Droids, Albi, Atomic Beer Project, Hello Sunshine. And Matzo's. And then you've got Tribe, which is Stockade. They do PBR, Morning Tomatial and Wild Beer. And Bickford's owns Hobo Brewing, Fox Hat and Vale. Hobo Brewing. Okay. Um, oh, they were out and about for a little while. I haven't seen much of them up here in Queensland lately. No, they also own uh, Benley Rum, don't they, Bickford's? Do they? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Um what, what, what is the point of this thing? Uh, answer me that. Well, like, okay, to... I'll, I'll ask you this. Uh, like, you drink a fair bit of craft beer, right? Oh, I've been known to. Yeah. You've been known to. So out of all the craft beer you drink, let's say, I don't know, in, in, this, in the last three months, you probably yep. had 100 different, let's say, let, let's say ones you've bought, ones you've sampled, you probably had, I don't know, 30 different breweries, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many of those are listed on here? Not many. But I think that's the point. But I think that's the point. Of well, who the, is this uh, for? Who is this for then? It's, for, it's aimed at end consumers, mate, to, to tell them who owns, you know. What we have in Australia is like an illusion of choice. Right? We, it's, so, you know, you go into a Dan Murphy's and you see all these different brands of beer, but most of the time they're only owned by two companies, which is Lion or CUB, for the most part, you know, 90% of them. Well, where are the and, other brands? Hey? Where are the other brands? That's that's exactly the point. Where are the other brands? Where are the independents? So this basically tells you, um, you know, for, for for an end consumer who may not know that that you know, for example, that Little Creatures is owned by Lion, same people who make Forex, it kind of um, you know brings that to light. 
But why don't, at the same time, why don't you bring to light, the, let's say, the top 10 breweries that aren't owned by Lion Nathan on this thing? That's a good point. Why don't you have Brick Lane and Young Henry's and Hop Nation and whoever else who's, mm. who is actually independent, who's not owned by any of these players? Because you go through this and you're like, oh, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. I know who that is. Yeah. Cool. These are all to the be fair, this is, this is literally a page that should be on the IBA website that the IBA mm. should be promoting. No, I, I don't want to be a hater. I fucking love what they do at Crafty yeah. I know I don't, don't want to be negative. But oh, no, no, it's not bad being a hater. It's, it's, it's great in consumer education. But it's just educating consumers on, you know, that you look, you scroll through something like this. It's very beautiful. I love, I love what they've done. It looks awesome. You're recognizing all these brands, like, oh yeah, cool, that person owns that, that owns that. But there's ab- absolutely no, like, if it was on the IBA website, mm. you would have to think, at, and it, you know, you'd have to think at some point there would be a, a celebration of brands that aren't owned by these conglomerates. Yeah, for sure. But then you should also have like a the page where you can like search for your brand and it pulls up who owns it or whether it's independent. Yeah. But at that point, I mean, it's too hard, isn't it? This page is pretty fancy. I reckon that was pretty hard to put together. Look at these animations and shit. I know. I know. I just think a bit of, I I, I think my WordPress skills are pretty good, but not this, not this good. I know, but I'm just saying a bit, a bit of love for the, the ones that aren't part of this. Oh, Kieran is owned by Mitsubishi. Did you know that? I, I only know that because Marzen mentioned that on our episode. Yeah. Be on the most popular episode we've ever done. Mitsubishi. Yes. Okay, well, listeners, all 12 of you, go and have a look. Man, w- w- when I looked at this, I went past that first one. I'm like, holy shit, Asahi, CUB owns some, owns some good brands, don't they? Look at those craft beer brands. Mm. Four Pines, Bolter, Green Beacon. Mountain Goat, Pirate Life, Matilda Bay, Yak, Cricketers Arms. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Portfolio. That's not bad. That's not bad. And even Lion, like look at the Lion one, like New Belgium. Um, Iron Jack. Little Creatures, and White Rabbit, all the Stone and Wood brands. Yeah. And White Claw. Byron Bay Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. White Claw. Yeah. Probably add. Um, uh, oh, it was Bells. It was Bells that sold. Yeah, it sold. Yeah, Bells sold last week. So. That oh, that's true. That that's that was owned by Lion too. I don't actually have. Do you heard of them? I I know nothing about them. They're missing. Um, uh, Magic Rock is owned by Lion as well. Don't know them either. Yeah, Magic Rock out of the UK. I did a collab Panhead, with Panhead. I did a collab with Stu from Magic Rock back in twenty fifteen or something. Oh, nice. When they when were when you? they were independent. Did a beer called Salt Dick IPA. Oh, I had that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remember very specifically when I drank that beer because I, I worked at a co-working space, which I think I've probably mentioned on here before because it was when the very first Black Ops beer was poured at my mm-hmm. work. We had a kegerator mm-hmm. with me and Lukey from Corumban. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a pitch night that night. And it was like all the startup crew came around and our local councillor came down and me and Lukey, we just sent it. We sent it with the beers. And Lukey brought along Salt Dick IPA. So we went out for a couple of beers. We came back um, to this pitch event where all these business people and local council, mm. shout out to Glenn Tozer, if you're listening, if you're one of the 12. Um, and Lukey brought out Salt Dick IPA. 
and we drank it and it was delicious and we had a bit of fun with the name, you know, being maybe a little bit inappropriate at a formal event. You know um, how it got its name though. Yeah, well, I remember reading it and I know it wasn't inappropriate, but, you know, we yeah. still had a bit of fun. It's anyway, actually Glenn, Glenn yeah, Tozer yeah. at that time, I met him for the first time out that local uh, local counsellor and I I went up to him and I said, I'm blown away. Like you, you're so handsome and young and good looking. Like, I can't believe you're the local counselor. It blows my mind. Um, and he thought I was weird and we've struck up a friendship and he's been amazing. Eventually yeah. introduced us to the mayor who came to Black Ops and delivered us a street sign that says Black Ops Court. You've got a street named after Well, Black it's, Ops? A, it's not an actual street. We've got the sign. We're going to put it up at Black Ops. We haven't gotten around to it, but. Yeah, that's and awesome. There you go. And that, and I owe a lot of the confidence I got to go talk to the local councillor to assault the IPA. So continue your story. <laughs> I don't know how I can top that one. <laughs> um, that was a funny one because um, uh, I think, uh, so i got a mate who lives in Huddersfield where Magic Rock are from, right? And uh, I was, he used to live in Perth when I was living in Perth and that sort of thing. Shout out to, to Daz. And um, that's one of the talk. No, I don't think so. No. Um, and so, um, so, um, like basically, my mate um, Daryl, when he was living in um, Perth, he's from Huddersfield, right? So Englishman. When we, when he were li- when he was living in Perth, he would always profess to being English. And when he got back, when he moved back to England, he always professed to being Australian. So the yeah. guy couldn't make up his fucking mind as whether he wanted to be. Um, Australian or a POM, right? And so I think one of our mutual friends ended up saying to him, geez, mate, you don't know what you want. You've got one foot in Australia and one foot in England and your dick's hanging in the Indian Ocean. You're a salt dick. Wow. <laughs> That's how the beer got its name. <laughs> well, probably because of that and because and Stu was from England and I was from Australia and our collective dicks were hanging in the Indian Ocean, so... He must have yeah. a heavy piece on him. Uh, did you, you have a look at the label? <laughs> right. I didn't think it had anything. <laughs> have to do a with look that at the label. Thing. It's a dead set giveaway. Like it's full, pretty much. Are you being served? Level double entendre going on there. Wow, I thought it was something really innocent. Like it had something to do with salt planes and some. Uh, okay, uh, that's. No, it's about dicks hanging in the ocean. Couldn't do that these days, mate. No. Probably for good reason. That's very inappropriate. I take back everything I said about that. Well, you know, we could do different shit in 2015. So. No, it was a good bit. Speaking of which, um, I just had an idea of what you should have called the collab with uh, Revel. You should have, what? You should have called it Cult IPA. This one? Yeah. I can't. Okay. I don't own it. I don't own Brew Cult, cult anymore. Yeah, but cult. Don't, don't, no, don't. And also, Brewdog's done cult lager. Oh. Okay. Well, it sounds like cold IPA and it's cult, and mm. you know, that was my. Yeah, no, I, I literally can't can't do that because I don't own it anymore. But you said cult. No. Nah, can't. not own it's Too close. I, too I close. Make a beer called cult IPA. Time out. Time out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Forget about my idea. <laughs> Shut up. Don't get me All in right. trouble. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, the only other news item I have here is the Indies tomorrow night. Hey! Um, I'm you... so looking forward to this. Do you know what We're I'm looking g- forward to most about tomorrow night? Getting a lot of love from the 12. 
I think. Uh, no, seeing you and your crew there, because I know you've got a pub crawl starting at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, and then you're rocking up there for 7 p.m. Just the production team. Yep. Yeah. So there'll be about 30 Black Ops <laughs> staff yep. members there. I know. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm making them all read the code of conduct before the trip starts. <laughs> <laughs> That gonna work? <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta do. You gotta do your best. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. they're a good crew. We got we got a fucking awesome team of people. So I think that'd be good, and it'd be good to catch up with old friends. Yes, I'm gonna come up tomorrow night because I'm not part of production because I'm not wearing the flannel tomorrow. I'll let them do their thing, but I'll come up. Later. Wear the flannel. Nah, I mean, I wear it. What tomorrow. if you win something? Who's gonna collect the award? The people who make the beer, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Just put the flannel and then you be the person who makes the beer. Okay. All right. I will. I will. Bring I'll the, wear the flannel. flannel. All right. I will wear the flannel so we can get a photo. What are you going to wear? You know, wear some, some um, Boston Brewer related attire? Or you we don't have any merch. Shit going on? We need merch. No. Fuck. You know what we should do? What? Talk to thirsty Beer teas. Beer teas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get them to do something for us. Yeah. What would we do? Lexicon. Probably something lexicon related. Yeah. Paint or die. Okay. All right. Let's let's keep the keep the brainstorming going. If you've got any t-shirt ideas, let us know in the uh, merch ideas. Let us know in the um, Facebook group. Yeah, love to hear from you. That'd be good. So anyway, I'm 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 totally looking forward to the Indies tomorrow night because I love I love the I genuinely love the um um you know when the industry gets some some recognition and um you know the uh, the awards are handed out and that sort of thing. Um, that the, the judging was all done up here in Queensland uh, this year um, because of co- uh, COVID and that sort of thing. Um, and I'm really, I'm really hopeful that um, breweries from all over Australia do well because it was such a effort to put that competition together. Mm. Um, you know, and, and and kudos to the IBA for for pulling it off. Um, you know, managing to get a decent enough judging panel based out of Queensland who um, um, and also um, Joss, Joss Erickson for, for sort of being head steward. Who's a member uh, of our Facebook group, by the way. Yeah. Just shout out um, to Joss. And, and um, you know, for, for being a head steward, taking guidance from um, uh, Tina Panoutsis, who was the head judge based in Melbourne in lockdown on Zoom during the judging, uh, all of the scores being collated out of Melbourne, it was the first full internet competition and um i think it's uh, uh, and i think that we're going to see some really good um uh some really good beers uh win some accolades tomorrow and i'm i'm and and um and and kudos to those who who do well um the other thing i'm really looking forward to as well is that the the froth rookies the tafe breweries entered oh, yeah. entered four enter? beers uh, we entered the IPA, the lager, uh, the best bitter, and the dark ale. Um, and so, um, you know, we won a silver for the pale ale at uh, the Royal Queensland show. Nice. I think for, for these guys, um, the IPA was, in particular, was the very first brew from the current full-time set of students. Um, and I really hope that just at least just gets gets a bronze or something like that at the very least. Is that just the IPA category or? Uh, I think we entered as international style pale ale or something like that. Yeah. 
Um, it's just students learning. I hope they just get some recognition. I think it's a good start to their career. And it's students that would... at the course could get a bronze medal. That's pretty sick. I remember when I got that's first, yeah we, we got our first bronze medal. And we're like, this is epic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that would be that would be totally good enough. And I hope oh, yeah. I hope they do well. And if not, great. We get some feedback and we take it back to them and we go right. Well, let's just make our beer better. Yeah, and that's the whole point. I'm pretty stoked about that. Awesome. Well, good luck with that. I actually I forgot to mention the other night we, we did the launch at Zapickle and we were hanging out with a guy there whose name escapes me because I'm useless with names, but he looked a little bit like Raylo. Um, and he works at the place that sells your beer. And we were talking about that. Talking to Matt Wolf. Sure. Yeah, you're talking to Matty Wolf up at sure. works at Cannon Hill Cellars. Yep, that's the guy. Yes. Because he sent me the photo on private message okay. saying that you fucked up No Hop November. <laughs> I knew before you knew that you <laughs> fucked up No Hop November. Thanks, Matty Wolf. Is he one of the 12? <laughs> must be. Yeah, totally. Totally. OG 12. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, that was cool. And I, I almost considered leaving there and getting the ride back via there, but they were closed. It wasn't going to work. But, you know. Yeah. I want to try some of this beer. Hunter. Maybe tomorrow mm. night, if you guys win a trophy, they might be pouring it. Is that how it mm. works? How many, um, how many beers did you enter? Uh, we didn't get too carried away with, with this time around. Mm. Maybe yeah, I don't actually remember exactly how many. Maybe six or seven. Well, good luck, man. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, we've, had, we've never won a trophy at the Indies, so that would be nice. We've, we've got... Oh, is that right? Yeah, we've, we've won. We've got a couple of goals, but we've never done particularly well at the Indies. We've only done... We were only a member of the Indies for the last two years, but before that, we weren't members. Well, three years. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, I didn't, we were new to the industry. I didn't really understand the whole thing. I was like, why would you be a member of this thing? But, yeah, we joined up and mm. we've been supporters. Um, Good idea. Yeah, hopefully we go all right. Good luck. See how we go. Uh, all right. Uh, fan question. You got time for two fan questions? Both yeah, from the same two. person? Really? Yeah. Uh, you might know this guy. Luke Tubby Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> right and, and the only reason i've got these in here well there's a few reasons one is because good on your loop for being part of the 12 mm. but i actually these came through an email they went into a different folder and i didn't see them until now and they're from eight days ago so we could have done them last week but we didn't can i get a third beer out oh do it dude i've got this one look at this Oh, shit. Insurgent. Oh, I really like that beer, but give me your review. I've never had... I'm going to be straight up with you. This was given to me today. It's a given to me today. I've never had an AWOL beer. Okay. Well, this... Okay. You tell me what you... Never, ever had an AWOL beer. So into my dirty glass it goes. And let's see how we go here. Nice colour. Nice haze. Oh dear, mate, that beer is infected. Is it really? Yeah. With bread? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Shit! I just see you hauling Toshi into the office, guard, mate. We gotta talk about your beer quality, but <laughs> wow, that's a review. It's actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm relieved it's infected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, it's. That's great. Mm. Fuck yeah. 
This Toshi did this? Yeah, quite a while ago. If you have a look at the date on the bottom of that can. Really? Oh, there we go. What date are you working with there? 20, packed 29th of March, 2021. Oh, it's out of date. Correct. 29th of September. That's fine. Yep. Yeah, so when fine. we started started making AWOL beers, we kind of put them in there with the normal standards. And then with that particular beer, we kind of tasted it every month after six months. And like, it changed, but it still tastes good. That's like lot, pretty good, mate. Like aroma, but the breath kind of kept eating away at it and giving it a bit more mm. complexity. Is it tasting pretty good? Like, be honest. No, no, it's really good. There's not a lot of hop character going no. on, but I wouldn't expect no. there to be. But the thing is, is that, um, you know, because the Brett is would still be alive and kicking, yeah. Um, the good thing is that live yeast will eat up, you know, consume oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if, if there was some oxygen pickup and packaging and that sort of thing, it's going to like fix it up and preserve it for a long time and yeah, living and um, it's really good. It's not, it's, it's, it's got a lot of complexity, a little bit of like citrus going on, but that's not, it's probably more yeast derived than it is from yes, hops, 100%. which I think is very pleasant. Yeah, and it changed a lot. So if you if you mm. tried that beer when we first brought it out, you it could sit on like that. I aromatic, think. but now it's just like kind of yeast driven. Sit on it for a couple of years, I think it would be okay. Yeah, I like that beer. Mm. Good work, mate. Good All right, work, so we're going to do the um, we're not going to do the best before anymore with beers like that. It's going to be more like packed on and then figure it out from there. Yeah, best after. Best after, yeah. Well, no, but it was, good, it was good. It was good early, so mm. kind of had, had the hoppy thing going. Okay, all right, Tubby. Question number one: With a lot of craft breweries now having a ginger beer in their range, however, not many of these are brewed from ginger. Why do you think the naming around ginger beer and how it's produced isn't as regulated as beer? I believe a lot of consumers would be disappointed if they knew their ginger beer was assembled and not brewed. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I think I, like I know question. the answer to this, actually. So I believe that uh, in Food Standards Australia, ginger beer and ginger ale have a distinct meaning. A survey of our survey. Uh, there is. There we go. Well, there are... Uh, There are some um, standards around. Oh, that's not it. Um, ginger beer versus ginger ale. So when he's saying brewed from ginger, is he saying ginger? No, he's saying beer? fermented. Right. There's no brewing that goes on, really, is there? If you've got. Well, that's the fermenting bit. Um, assembled, yeah. Is he just trying to find something? Yeah. Is he saying if you make it, you should be brewing it with a grain of some sort, or if it's made with like a syrup, it should be called something different? No, what he's saying, no, no, no. So what what he's trying to say is that some ginger alcoholic ginger beers on the market are basically just mixed in a tank, so yeah. you get some ginger and you get some. Um, water, you get some citric acid, you get some 
clouding agent, you get some sugar, you mix it together, carbonate it, and then you've got ginger beer. Yeah. What what he's saying is that it should be brewed, which means he, what he's saying is fermented. So actually making a ginger brew, adding yeast and right. fermenting it. That's what he's sort of saying. So, so yeah, that's a fair point. But then if, um, if you go I don't, to like breweries that do kind of like the syrup thing without most do most, most breweries do it as a um as a um uh, rtd they just yeah. mix up you know ethanol and fucking sugar and ginger and preservative and call it a ginger beer you know they're not doing anything wrong well if they're mixing ethanol they're doing something wrong because they probably don't have a well according to tubby cooper it's assembled yeah if they're, if you, and maybe if it is if you're doing it with ethanol, you're not fermenting it. Mm. Still ginger beer, right? But you don't have a license to do it. If you, I mean, if you're in Queensland, you've got a brewing license. You, you can't legally do that. You'd have to have a distilling license, wouldn't you? Uh, some sort of manufacturer's license. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could do it. Your producer's license. Mm. You can buy the ethanol from Manilcha. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's an interesting that's one. That's a good point, uh, though, isn't it? Because it's not right. it's not as crafty as as craft beer, is it? If you're just mixing shit together and if you're a distiller and you did that, cool, you know. Um, if you're a brewer, that's where I think the issue sort of lies. You know, if you're a brewer, it implies that every product that you make is brewed. But if it's just mixed, like take Brookvale Union for instance, that's not brewed to the best of my knowledge. Yeah, um, that's just like an RTD that's just sort of mixed with ethanol and ginger and sugar and water and everything like that. Um, yeah, but and what about seltzers? Well, there are brewed seltzers, and then there is um just mixed up seltzers, yeah, you know, um seltzer is an interesting one. Uh, same goes for ginger beer as well because if you actually make a brewed ginger beer or a brewed um seltzer and provide you meet all the requirements that defines beer according to the ATO, then that could pass off as getting beer under beer excise instead of um instead of uh the the rtd tax or spirits tax yeah i don't know uh, it doesn't i'm not fussed to be fair i'm not fussed either way whether it's whether a, a brewery chooses to make a ginger beer that's brewed or not it doesn't um cons- consumers are just buy- if they're buying a ginger beer alcoholic ginger beer they're buying it for flavor and fun. effect yeah, they're fly- they're buying it for flavor and effect, not that they give a fuck that it's brewed or not. Yeah, that's fair. I, I get the point though. I think it, we're kind of like a part of what we're doing is celebrating the the fact that we're making stuff. Yeah, authenticity. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, and that that doesn't really fit into that. So I, I think that's a good point. All right, what another question got? from uh, some a guy you might know. He's it's a, his name. He's got a, a first name and a surname, and he's got a nickname in between. Mm. It's what is it? Luke Tubby Cooper. Fuck, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy, right. Okay. Um, Alcohol-free. There seems yes. to be a lot of chatter about terminology of these beers. Perhaps you could explain the difference between non-alcoholic and alcohol-free beers and the difference between malt beverage and beer. Malt beverage. Yeah. I tried a malt beverage today. Got given one today. I don't know. What um, and it was like, basically, it tasted like it was out of Africa. Okay. And so it was basically like carbonated wort. Yeah. It tasted like carbonated Cooper's kit. 
That sounds disgusting. Uh, it was actually all right. It's like when I first tasted it, I went, oh, Cooper's kit. And I went, Cooper's kit. Okay. <laughs> and, um, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh, there's a bit of an ulterior motive there, I think, in, uh, in old mate uh, Seems Luke's, like um, yeah, he's angry. I think cause, oh, he works for a non-alcoholic brewery, so. He works for some. Um, yeah. Um, who are in the process of building a brewery and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, look, there's a big definition there, you know, between non-alcoholic. So non-alcoholic in Australia uh, means less than 0.5% ABV and alcohol-free means less than 0.05% ABV. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, That's confusing. I get why he's asking that question. Yes. Let's just have a um, definition. Well, the thing is, right, is that there's a whole different bunch of things at play. You know, you've got Food Standards Australia and like food claims that you can make. And they're so the, the terms non alcoholic and alcohol free are two different food claims uh, that mean different things. You've got excise laws because um, excise doesn't kick in for a beer until 1.15% ABV. Um, so there is a distinct difference there. I don't know. Um, that's really the difference between them. What's malt beverage? What, what's that? Oh, so basically, um, okay. So if you have a look at sober, a can of sober, it actually have you, says. Have you tried the, their beer? No. Luke Tubby Cooper won't bloody give me any. Why? I don't know. They've done well with their branding. I've, I've seen I know. them around. They get a lot of publicity and. I know. Bring some sober in, Luke. Oh, I think this is an opportunity for beer mail, isn't it? That's a great idea. I'd okay. totally have a uh, a non-alcoholic or alcohol-free beer. Any of the 12, including Luke, um, who... Send sober. Send sober or any alcohol-free mm. or zero alcohol or whatever mm. the other multiple yeah, we'll to us, we'll do it. Review live yeah. on air. I've tried a few different... Um, I've tried the Heineken double zero. I don't know if you've tried that. No, the only one I've ever tried is is one a Brewdog, mid strength hoppy pale ale. Uh the Nanny State or whatever it is. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, yeah. So look, I think it's a a thing. Um, okay. So so okay. So malt beverage, right? So if you have a look at James Squire Double Zero, it says malt beverage. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, which basically means it's carbonated wort, more or less. Is it sweet? Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like work. It's it work. doesn't taste like beer at all. It tastes like work. No. Yeah. But if you have something like sober, they put on their label non-alcoholic or alcohol-free, alcohol-free. no, non-alcoholic craft beer. They actually say the word beer. And that's the issue that, that Luke's getting at. Um and um look, I think it's just, you know, as far as because the thing is, is that um Luke's told me that sober is fermented, right? Again, this is his thing about. But sober started at pickled pig, right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, exactly. no ferment- it's, but- it's fermented, but it was, it's not. Brewed, it is fermented. It like- yes, yeah. it is fermented. Um, and um, uh, and so I guess that's kind of what he's you know sort of leaning towards. There is that like you know, if it's not fermented, there is it's not brewed, and therefore it's just a mixed up thing in a liquid and you carbonate it. Right, but they, but they started at a place that weren't brewing beer at all. So you can't, can't be hating them. 
mean, they're just pouring into a tank and fermenting it. That's that's not well, brewing, but they're yeah. happy to call it beer. Yeah, that's right. We can't hate his own employer, can he? I know. Well, that's you can't have it both ways. Hey, that's you? how you get fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you can't have it both ways. Mm. I think that if you are going to be in the non-alcoholic alcohol-free space, I think if you're going to do something that's mixed together and kind of tastes like a beer, good for you. That's the right. difference, I think. It has right. to taste like a beer. And, to be and a if beer. you and if you happen to do something that's fermented and it tastes like a like a beer and it's less than 0.5 or less than 0.5% alcohol and you make it taste like a beer, good for you. Agreed. Because it's fucking hard to make either of those things either way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was judging um, non-alcohol, non-alcoholic beers and alcohol-free beers uh, at the Indies and there were some fucking crackers, absolute crackers. Yeah. That I went, man, if you didn't tell me this beer was didn't have alcohol in it, I, I, I would have just drunk it going, this is a great beer. So, um, so, there, and there's a real art to it, real yeah. art to it. If you can make a beer taste really good without alcohol, good, do it. Yeah, and I was kind of where I stand on it, you know. That's make fair. something that tastes good. That's fair. The one I had at Brewdog was a while ago, but I was there with my partner at the time who wasn't drinking, and she got um, uh, alcohol free, whatever, mid strength nanny state or whatever it's called. I think they had like three different ones, mm. and I was like, this is literally looks exactly like beer, basically tastes like low alcohol beer, like like a light, but hoppy. I was pretty fucking impressed. I was kind of surprised. Mm. So if you can, yeah, like you said, if you can make, make it taste like beer, look like beer, call yep. it alcohol-free beer yep. or low alcohol Good. beer. Malt beverage though, get the fuck out of my face. That's bullshit. I think that's um, I think that I think that what he's referring to there is Lion. And Lion would have a whole bunch of lawyers and shit like that would be going, oh, you can't call it beer, because technically there's not alcohol in it, so you can't call it beer. And if you put beer on it, then we can't put it in the supermarket. Um, and you can't advertise it because you've got the word beer on it. Um, so we have to call it malt beverage, which technically it is. So what's a malt beverage? Okay. Yeah, I think you could pretty well put your 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 yeast that doesn't ferment very much in your non-alcoholic beer or low alcohol alcohol free beer or whatever you want to do, and call it a, still call it a malt beverage and you're still fine. Whatever. Right. Yeah, it raises your choose around advertising and marketing is basically what it is. So, all right, that's it, Hendo. We did well. I hope the twelve are happy. It was it was yeah. wait, the drinking game would have been. Problematic tonight because we mentioned. Well, we had, notice how we haven't. A lot. You notice how we haven't heard from Lee much on the Facebook group. That's true. He's been very quiet because he's been. Is he dead? Because he's hammered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's been. This is the podcast. He's fucked. He's okay. Um, uh, looking forward to tomorrow, mate. Um, yeah, it'll mate. be good to see you face to face. I haven't seen you face to face in bloody ages, mate. It's been a while. Um, I'll bring the flannel and we'll get some selfies and we'll, we'll line up. And we'll ship post. Week. Mm-hmm. We'll ship post. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Cheers, Hendo. Love your work, mate. See you next week. Love your work too. See you tomorrow night.